I'm just going to start out by shouting out Jordan Harrett, who uh, is a fan in um, in the place where a big chunk of my family um, lives. My son is in his his kids and wife in uh, the Halifax, Nova Scotia area, who is a member of the Canadian Navy, who is sending us some Canadian Navy related goodies oh, here. Sick. He just sent me a message. It's probably very cold up there. I'm sorry, friend. Yeah, he's uh, he's tinge of ginge on tinge of ginge ninety on Instagram, which is a great name. Tinge uh, mean um, a like little a little bit, bit? Yeah. yeah, a little bit of, a little bit of a ginger, yeah. Tinge of ginge. Tinge of ginge. So, like on the topic today, we uh, we we just actually kind of got out of got out of a meeting with our uh, CPA, which was um, a blast. This I love taxes. <laughs> I just love them. I can't live without them. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So fun. Yeah. Uh, this stuff is complicated, and I I am kind of Mr. Do-it-yourself about everything. Yeah. Like, I would like to just have control and do stuff myself all the time, but it's too much. It's literally too much between personal taxes and, you know, my wife has a side business, and I've got a couple of businesses going on here, and you've got a couple of businesses going on over there, and it's like... I have a... I've probably picked up more do it yourself being around you, but I'm 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 do as much as I can, but I when I don't do something, I like to just not think about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like and and that's how like we're structuring our employees and our business too. Like shit we hate or don't want to do, like I wanna block it off. Uh, yeah. And so like uh our CPA is really smart and really good so far. So like that's nice. Cause yeah, you I'll ask you a question, you give me an answer and then I, I don't wanna do think about that. Like it's gone. Mm-hmm. Do it. You know? Like the the term do your job is something my high school basketball coach used to yell at everybody and like you take that at, you know, what it is, like, yeah, do your job. Everyone knows that. But no, like you do this. Do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. You know, like or it can apply to anything. Like it's not that hard to be a power lifter. You show up and follow the program. Yeah, do your job. Pretty much. So when I don't want to because I don't, I'm not a freaking accountant. What do I <laughs> I know nothing. I know nothing. I've always had an accountant. If I had a normal job, I could probably do my taxes on TurboTax. I've yeah. never had a normal job like yeah. that. Do thank you, CPA man. Do your job. I don't want to think about it no more. This is my first year of of, of having somebody else do it, even though it's been complicated in the past. Yeah. And I I like I lose sleep and I sit over TurboTax and I cry. Yeah, no thanks. And I I do a lot of manual entry and a lot of like like intense soul searching and all the sorts of stuff to try to figure things out try to decipher what it is that the IRS wants from me or sometimes even more complicatedly what the uh, what TurboTax wants from me. Yeah, that's uh, what's funny to me is most people complain about taxes because people are taking their money and yeah. we're not going to get political here and whatever. I don't give a shit. I don't care about that. Like I care, obviously. I hate how anxious I am because it's so complicated. Right. I'm like you right just there said, with you, yeah. like figuring it out is the annoying part. Right. I know you're going to take my money. I, I'll write this big check. Fuck you. I, again, even that doesn't bug me because I write this check and then it's gone. Yeah. As long as it's off my back, I don't care. Right. It's like this, oh, I need this paper and then I need 20 other pieces of paper and then I need proof of this and I need proof of that and you need you know, a, a print of my big toe and you need yeah. all this weird shit from these 20 projects I've done. That's what I hate. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. Sure. Yeah. Where everyone else, because people with normal jobs, everyone, like, I hate tax season. Like, bitch, you, your taxes <laughs> just come out of your paycheck. Fuck you. Like, your shit's so simple. The only benefit you get is maybe you get money back. Never got money back in my goddamn life. Fuck you. Like, this shit sucks. I've definitely gotten money back before. Yeah, I've never. 
Yeah, last year I got money back. That's the, that's the most actually first time in maybe ten years that yeah. he's gotten like any significant amount back. Yeah, it's never fun. Um, no, it's never fun. But uh, um, like I said, I've just been super. I lose a lot of sleep over it, and this year there are still decisions to make. That's sure. part of the problem is that there are still decisions to make. But someone's guiding our decisions. Yeah, I used to t- yeah. yeah, I would do this, or I would do this, yeah. or some of my yeah. clients do this, and that that gives you somewhere to go with it. Right. Um, but it does point up the fact that it's that it's like both art and science. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. There's some finagling. There's yeah. a little bit of a uh, critical thinking. Yeah. Hey, if you did this, you could also do this, and that might lead to yeah, one hundred percent, which is a hundred percent of business as well. Right, which is uh, uh, powerlifting programming, which is all this stuff. What's the best deadlift accessory? Well, it's not, but if you have an issue with this and that, maybe we could do this, and then maybe that might help. Mm-hmm. And if not, we'll switch it next block, and we'll switch it next quarter, and we're gonna file our this that that way, and it really is. I, I do enjoy that. I actually think I would like that part of like complex CPA shit if I was one, because mm-hmm. yeah, it's like finagling. Yeah, it's like a little chess game. Yeah, I yeah. like that. I like like that part of it but uh when it's my own when it's extra work that we're already taking away from our energy that's what i don't like <laughs> yeah well uh, my late father-in-law used to say that uh paying taxes was literally a privilege he's like if i have to write a big check for taxes yeah. i'm okay with it because it means i did okay 100 percent. that's how i think about it too yeah and i think that you know some people like i want to hold on to more of my yeah, money he's of like, course yeah. but <sighs> That really comes down to a mindset. Think about about your actual your actual earnings that you can, yeah. you know, that put your your post tax earnings. Right. Think about your post tax earnings earnings for daily living. Think about your pre tax earnings for saving for retirement, all that stuff. Yeah. But don't don't have in your head, oh, I make you know X thousands of dollars a year, and why isn't it all in my pocket? Because that's not how it works. Right. I mean, we we live in a society that has services that we all benefit from. Yeah. Even the, uh, to break that down to like, um, which the topic of the day or business topic is like biggest things we've learned in business, maybe. And someone asked me in particular about the gym, but we've both done businesses on multiple online, offline, et cetera. Um, all of that is a perspective and a mindset and not to sound like life guru guy, but little like fires that build up with business or like hiccups don't bug me either. Like these are, they're, they're, it's opportunity gives you trouble. Yeah. If you have no opportunity, you have no trouble, <laughs> you know? So yeah. fuck you. Like yeah, yeah. I would rather have these mini speed bumps and mini walls to, again, strategize and play chess around and get excited on how to optimize them mm-hmm. because I've built this opportunity with these companies than to sit there and have no opportunity, no issues, and I'm just literally on a hamster wheel. Yeah. Right? And that's the same as taxes. I've, taxes have always been clear to me that way. I don't know why. I've Again, the money part's never been an issue. And yeah. not getting political. I just don't care. Yeah. Because obviously I'd love to pay less. But that's like Jim said. Everyone wants to pay less. Duh. Like n- no one wants to fork over their money. Right. That's just dumb. No one wants that. But the more you earn, the more you pay. If I gotta pay a lot, that means I crushed it this year. Mm-hmm. Like that feels good, and that's the same with these the clothes and the gym and every little thing that comes up. That's an issue is an opportunity to optimize, make your company better, and is is something that I I created the issue, and you can make it. It's a good thing you created that issue, right? Because if you're not creating issues, you're not creating solutions, right? The <clears throat> this is not a first business for either one of us. The the third shoe barbell three SB is not. Is not a first business for either one of us. Uh, first, like business I started was years ago, and it 
it was really like a pipe dream. It was a huge pipe dream. Um, someone's calling me. I'm not going to accept their call. So you're checking your watch like this is about to be a long yeah, story. Yeah, I was like, oh, hang in. <laughs> um, uh, I don't know who's calling me. Anyway, uh, there was uh, an, an opportunity in during the like first dot com bubble. Yeah. That came up. Somebody that I used to work for said, "Hey, I have a friend who works for this company, and they don't have any web presence at all. They haven't done anything in terms of of being able to do transa- transactions online, any of that stuff. We could set up a business and then just pitch them the idea of us coming in and essentially being um, a, a e commerce marketing organization for them." And like all this was very high minded. Is this late nineties, early two thousands ish? Uh, late nineties. Yeah. 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 Uh and like we we set up a C Corp, which is the most complicated corporation, you know, because yeah, yeah. you can members sh- yes, and all this. shares and, and and all that business. It was really complicated. And it just like completely fell out. This yeah. other company was totally not interested. We couldn't find anybody <laughs> else who was interested. And we put a lot of effort in like I flew to fucking Southern California and, you know, just, you know, to try to make this thing happen. And there were people in general, a couple of the people I, I want to work with. And, yeah, yeah. And uh, that just completely fell apart. And uh, what ended up happening was I ended up actually doing business with with one of those people. And we basically created an IT company and that he was the IT brains of and I was and I did everything else. And that and that went on for a while and that was that was pretty good yeah, yeah. to be honest it was pretty good uh there were challenges about the performance of the stuff that i had to do that beyond just the administration that was a pain in the butt yeah that it really didn't play to my strengths there's uh, always that and especially in the beginning of any business right because you don't have the money or right to delegate right um there's always going to stretch what you like to do and stretch what you're good at right i'm, I'm writing a lot of our copy yeah, I would never call myself a great writer. Jim's the final touches on it for sure, so that's why it probably looks good. But you know what I mean, like that. And I'm an okay writer. I, I yeah. should give myself more credit. Uh, I just hate it, mm-hmm. but I know it would help the company, and I know I'm okay at it. So I put down the basis for us. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that's something. Now we're moving towards getting someone to do some of that, right? Yeah. Like, but in the beginning, that's just how she goes. Yeah, and I think that um, th- this is like one of the major th- thrusts that I wanted to, to put into this particular episode. Yeah. Is that how you write about your business helps you define what your business is going to be, what it is, and what it isn't? It yeah. sort of sets the template for everything going forward. So um, you wouldn't think that it would have an impact on like how you deal with with taxes or what products you offer or all that kind of stuff necessarily, but it really does. Yeah, that's another reason I tried to step into that and make myself do it is because all my other companies were kind of like, for lack of a better term, they were me. They weren't like brands, or they're mm-hmm. brands based on me. Right. I opened a training studio in 2009. I was the coach. It was my gym. Come to Mike to get better at lifting. Right. Kaizen, it's me and Omar and Bart. It's us, our coaching. We have philosophies that we generally believe mm-hmm. in, but you're coming to me for coaching because you believe in me as a coach. Mm-hmm. Where from day one, you and I have a story, a brand, a vision for what Good Company Third Street is that hopefully grows well beyond us and I think it's starting to get some of that life and so I knew that I could almost speak for lack of a better term like in character I'm not speaking as Mike it's uh-huh. it's our voice but it's the right. company's voice right um, and so that I knew would not only make the company have more life breathe some life into the brand but challenge me to speak 
not exactly like me always, but as we envisioned it to be. Right. And I think that that's a really good test for uh, if you're going to go into business with somebody else, if uh, you can come together on like common words, common descriptions that describe your business, um, things that resonate with you and stuff like that. If we like you wrote stuff, I wrote stuff. Sometimes you wrote just a bunch of copy and then I would take it and pull it together into, into, um, into something that, you know, that was a kind of a full coherent piece or whatever, bringing what we talked about and things in my mind and stuff into it. If you can't do that with somebody, you probably can't actually be in business with them. Yeah. That was like one of the, the foundations of the whole thing though, is like you came up with the literal name, good company. And then the concept started run in my mind and we spoke about it spoke about it spoke about it uh-huh. and we were on the same page be around like-minded people communities dead in our age you can find community online how can we build our own community online and in person how do those match up how, you know how does this all mm-hmm. breathe how can you support each other even though we're not all elite lifters or whatever how do we build a community around this and that's what started yeah you kind of like stoke the fire with those things right you know and maybe i'll bring the wood one day and you'll bring the gas the next day and switch off like you said um because yeah if you don't have that natural and i don't think it has to be like you and i on the same page but we have to have like the same end goal for sure yeah. um and we're pretty lucky in a lot of those senses but some people aren't no definitely some people it's difficult aren't. it's difficult it's difficult for people to have the same idea of what what where you're at now where you want to go and a general idea of the path there right uh, we we've had people because because the moment, kind of the moment that you that you start a business, you say you have a business, whatever. There are people who rush in to to like sell you services. Yeah, sure. And and I had a conversation sometime back with with somebody who was like, okay, well, like you know who your target market is, you know. And I was like, yeah, actually, I do. Here it is. Yeah. It's like, oh, most people aren't that far along. It's like, yeah, well, because we put a lot of thought into this yeah, and, and we started, we, and we've done it before, and we've, we've done, done it a long time. Right, right. And I, but I think that um, I think that people get so caught up in in getting started with the actual business that they don't think about about what is necessary to continue to be successful after you right. get past that first part. Yeah, and that's what came to my mind. I don't want to put words in your mouth or your story, and maybe I'm wrong, but like the IT thing you just explained. Yeah. Keeping my like first personal training business was like that, where you're like kind of thinking like just the money. Well, if I do XXO, I make a million. Right. But like, well... Why, who, when, yeah. what if this one company, because that's what, was, what I was making on tune. I was like, well, I coach, all right, and I counted them. I coach 100 basketball athletes within a year, and I referee for 200. If I get 1% of that, boom, and I charge them each $300, boom, boom, oh, I'm making six figures, here we go, I'm opening a gym, rather than like, what do I offer, who would benefit from it, mm-hmm. what does it look like, what does the procedures look like, like how we built this, and even how I built some of my other ones that, you know, Kaizen does great, and how we built some of those structure deeper planning and it doesn't have to be the x and o's of taxes it doesn't have to be the x and o's of membership price it doesn't right. have to be all that where that's where everyone looks that's actually surface level pricing surface level what the website exactly looks like surface level um and again it sounds life guru but like your meaning your why your why your who your what your when mm-hmm. that's the deeper stuff and it doesn't have to be directly defined as in 15 to 18 year olds males who play soccer that's a good okay thing to know but you just have to have general these circles that you want to hit these targets broad targets mm-hmm. and we're aiming for the bullseye probably not going to hit that bullseye no uh, right but you got to be in that pocket if you if you don't have a target 
you have no chance to hit. Yeah. It, the, the basic question is who's going to buy. Right. And what are you doing that's different? Right. Why you? Right. And how, what are you going to provide that and how? And, and I think that part of that, you know, I don't know, you can call it a mission statement. You can call it a business description. Yeah. You can call it a lot of different things. Um, uh, you can call it brand story, which is really that's where you take where you started and you and you you talk about where you're going. Um, all those things uh, are important at the beginning, and you may not be able to do all of them right away. Right, because some of them pop up separately. Yeah, like my first reason. I don't know who first actually brought up to open a gym, and this. So the, the again, the the question of the day. I think that, it was you, but maybe I don't yeah. Well, I think so, and this is why. That's where I was going, because I think it was me. Um, question of the day is like, what did you learn opening the gym? And we've both received and read multiple comments over the last eight months of people saying that gym's awesome. That's what I'm gonna do. Right. Which is cool. I don't want to break anyone's dream. But the original thing I think I brought up to Jim to open JIM to open a GYM <laughs> is that. I live in an area where there's nowhere I can show up and squat and deadlift. Right. And so I came to gym and I said, hey, man, <laughs> I need a gym. <laughs> I need a gym. And I know there's other people like me within three square, four, five square miles that don't have a place to show up and just squat. Right. With good music and a little bit of chalk. No such thing. There's classes and we have buddies that are really good coaches and there's all these other things. There's nothing like this. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. Um, and then a bunch of opportunities start to ripple, and then we start to find our who and our why through that. But and that's like the business one hundred and one, right? Like, what issue is there, and how do you solve it? <laughs> and that was where we started. But we put in deep thought to make this bigger than a squat bar in, right. a, in a rack, where other people, again, that sounds awesome. That gym looks great. I love your guys's aesthetic. I've never seen something like that. I'm going to do that. That might just not be your Kickstarter. That's probably not your why. Yeah. This is pretty. I can replicate this look isn't your why. Because our look wasn't our why. No. And it's still not. No. That's not, again, surface level. It's probably medium layer um, of our brand. But there's got to be more to it. Um, And talking about lessons I've learned, I don't know, (laughs) to answer the question (laughs) broadly. Uh, Because so many little things are like, are those chess games? where I'm taking like past lessons, I'm taking critical thinking, and then I'm just guessing, and I'm going. And I'm, I guess the biggest thing I've learned in life, which is in business, that's kind of helped me conquer like anxiety and, and who I am over the years is the simple fact that any decision I make right now, big, small, medium, c- can be navigated, U-turned, Mm-hmm. and switched tomorrow or next second or next minute. Mm-hmm. There's Anything. not a whole lot that you have to do that's totally carved in stone. Where I, I, I put so much pressure on myself to do good, be good, make the right decision yeah, to be optimal, yeah. whether it be fitness, business, friendships, that I'd feel so bad. And so like, I start to think of my decisions in my life. I think I was just talking to Kyle about this. As like the Titanic or a very, uh, maybe not Titanic. Well, maybe. <laughs> Let's, let's hope not that Titanic. Like a very Titanic. large boat. Like a big boat. Like, like a, a big ass cruise. The biggest ship. boat. The biggest boat. Okay. Where like a decision I make like teeters me this way. Yeah. But like you can't U-turn the fucking no. boat. No. You just can't. You got to go in like 80. I mean, I'm no not nautic. I'm not a <laughs> you're seaman. Not a, you're, you're not, there you go. I'm not a nautic. Not is a, not it, right? 
I don't know if that, Se- seamen. I'm not a captain. I don't know. Never. I've only been on little boats. I don't know. I've been on a yacht, but you, you probably need like a hundred square miles to U-turn the fucking Titanic. Maybe so. Right or some shit. You can't do it. And so I think of myself as just kind of, all right, this decision made me go a little more this way. Oh, that's the good route. That's mm-hmm. where we want to go. Then I keep fucking going. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's the bad route. All right, I'm going to readjust a little bit. Um, and again, that's big and small. That's throwing six figures into the walls yeah. of this building that we did. That's also the same decision of what protein bar we're going to sell here. Like yeah. like in my, man, my mind, and maybe I am, we talked about this on another episode, I think I have like a weird uh, fear thing in my head that's not there. Because, like, those decisions don't bug me. <laughs> they are the same in my brain, uh-huh. um, which I think helps me and hurts me in business probably. But I think it's o- overall good because that's another question that I've received a ton is, like, how did you have, like, the courage to do that? And, like, therapists have act- asked me. I was like, I didn't think twice. <laughs> I got a lot of confidence in that I'm going to work my dick off and what happens, happens. Yeah. Um, so, like, yeah, putting six figures into equipment and refurbing this entire building same decision, same sway as me choosing or Jim and I choosing what protein bar or uh-huh. what, what color hoodie or what – like all those are kind of the same. And the creative thought that go behind it or the mm-hmm. – there's a thought process. I'm not just blindly deciding, but the weight of those decisions to me is almost the same because they all matter, again, to build that thing. So I guess if I had to sum up – not to end the episode already, but <laughs> what I've learned is that we're done – that's it uh is that these decisions i put even weight but i don't like put even i don't know if responsibility is the right term or like um i weight all my decisions very similar i try not to have fear in my decisions and i try not to like i try to i don't know how to even word it Critically think without fear and know that whatever decision is going to be made, I can make an equal or better decision after if it goes wrong. Okay. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. A lot of people get caught. Yeah. Don't getting caught up. uh, Yeah. yeah, I don't. I try not to get caught up in the fear. Yeah. I get caught up in what's the best way. Right. I end up spending a lot of time on what's the best way. And there's a lot of anxiety in that. And I'm not saying that people shouldn't yeah. do it. I think that you but you have to kind of put a check on yourself. Yeah. I had a conversation yesterday with a friend of a friend who's um, contemplating starting a podcast. And he's like, I read this article and then I read this article. And it's like, do I need this kind of equipment? Do I need yeah. to soundproof my whole house? Do You're I never going to start a podcast. Do I need to move to Alaska? And it's like, no. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's a lot more straightforward than that. You just like start at the starting place and go, and then you fix things as you, as you go along. Right. And it's easy for me to say that because I've been doing you know a podcast right. for a long time. But even in- that though, when you approached me with the first podcast ever, what was the what was the day you approached me? I was literally in that room. I remember yeah. near the reverse hypers. Yeah. What was the timeline between us that and and as actually starting within a month? Within a month. Yeah. Right. So like that's yeah. way different. Yeah, th- there was a difference between having an idea about what I wanted to do with it and having an idea of how to do it. Right. And so, like, at the point that we got kind of got to go, then I had to figure out, oh, I needed this. I just sort of read articles before, whatever, right. this, that, the other thing. I finally found just one relatively simple article and just did everything it said. Yeah. 
You know, as opposed to there's a yeah. bunch of them. You have to pick. Okay, I think I can handle this one. Yeah, and just go forward and realize that like you're probably not missing anything super important that you can't fix later. So that's where I guess yeah, my decisions wrap up too is what is good enough right now mm-hmm. that I can optimize later. Yeah, and like, I try to optimize it. I'm not trying to make a decision that's half-assed. Yeah, I want. The, I do think, and I we made the best hoodie on the market. Like we, it's literally the most comfortable and one of the cleanest hoodies on the market. That started by just buying samples. That didn't right. start me by going from zero and designing the best hoodie ever. Right. Right. Like I was like, well, you got to, like you just said, you got to start eventually. You kind of find a blueprint ish mm-hmm. start and then upgrade, 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 and then now we're here. Right. You get ca- very caught up. A lot of people get very caught up on on just perfection at the beginning right. and and initial impression and all that stuff. And I mean, there are podcasts I listen to this listen to that that are popular that sound like shit. Right. Oh my god. And and that's gotten worse during the pandemic, honestly, because yeah. more people started podcasts and they have a lot of people are, are, you know, just recording their stuff on Zoom or Skype or What's whatever. What's funny and, with content uh, and even gym stuff is like people put like 100% energy like you're talking about, like, what if my microphone's not good enough? Like this, and maybe I'm talking shit here. Like, what if my squat, what if I don't have the right squat rack or the best squat rack? Like, bitch, what if you suck? <laughs> Like where's the that? Uh, no where's one, the self knowledge? No yeah. one's ever thought yeah, that. Yeah, no one's ever came to me. I mean, we could count. We couldn't count. Excuse me. How many people have come to us saying they want to start YouTube or podcast or now want to start a gym? Because uh-huh. when you're doing something, people want to relate. That's cool. Conversation. Right. Love those conversations. I'll help any way I can. But not once has anyone, and not once out of thousands over the decade, last decade, literal thousands, probably tens of thousands, come to me. And say, I want to start a gym. I want to start a podcast. I want to start a YouTube. What if I can't do it? No one's ever fucking said that. They've always said, What if? What microphone's the best? How do I search optimize? How do? What do I choose my location or what's my membership uh, 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 scaling look like? No one's once said like, Hey, what if I can't do this? Like, where's your fucking self awareness? What What if I'm not actually interesting enough? What if I can't sit at the front desk for eight hours a day and be nice to everyone? What if yeah. I can't defile my taxes? Yeah, what if I'm not good at talking? Right. What's number what's the only thing you need for a podcast? <laughs> you have to be good at talking. That's the number one thing. Yeah. You could do it on your cell phone. You could go on the street corner and yell it through a tuba. <laughs> you could do anything. But if you fucking suck at talking, yeah. you're done. Yeah. No, that's true. You don't have anything to offer. And no one's ever asked us that. Yeah. How do I give how do I make entertaining content? No one's ever asked me how do I make entertaining content. And I don't have an answer by any means cuz I'm not saying I'm the most entertaining, but I can fucking talk. Uh, uh, the uh the thing that I ask people is um like what's your pitch? Like what sure. like how how do you how do you see it working and what are you offering? Right. And the same is true in business too. It's like what they call they'll talk about like a unique yeah, a product offering, unique offering, or unique yeah. offering. Yeah, and and everything has that you want to sell has that. And let's face it, like if you're you're getting people to listen to your podcast, that's that's a sell, right? Yeah, you're selling yourself. Yeah, for sure. And you're selling your concept, and you're selling you're selling your guests, you're selling your 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 content, whatever. You know, uh, you have to be able to answer those questions at least on the surface going yeah. forward, for yeah. sure. You know, and I, I think that if you don't, that's when it falls apart. That's why a lot of people start podcasts and they don't get past episode two or three or whatever. 
another issue is obviously if you're not getting the kind of feedback that you want. Yeah. Like, you know, we've we've done shows with bigger audiences before than we currently have now. We have a pretty uh, we have a tight audience that is that's paying a lot of attention to what we're doing now. Marketing people will tell you that in this day and age, that is as valuable as having a giant audience. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and, if no one cares about you and they're only listening to you for your guests or your fucking right ads or whatever the right. fuck. And you know? and and uh, this is the thing that I enjoy saying, but it's true that a lot of podcasts you look at and they have, and especially in this space in this vertical, there's there's all the same people, it's yeah. all the same guests, and yeah, same topics. Same and and I'm I'm not interested in doing that really anymore. And we we could have the same you know circuit of guests running through here that everybody else does. And you think that. Th- there's multiple reasons, right? Because if collaboration, everyone, like, that's the number one thing. Like, how do you grow your YouTube? How do you grow your podcast? How do you grow your Instagram? The first, like, professional or non-professional tell you, like, yeah, collaboration is going to help, right? Because you share audiences and maybe you make some unique content you wouldn't have. Um, but as social media and content creation started so organically and authentically online to grow and maybe this is inherent maybe maybe this just is an order of processes that we don't want to follow which is fine <laughs> fuck you but as those things grow and production grows money grows marketing grows all these things grow it turns into what has been content forever which is like a david letterman and oprah and ellen i remember when i got into college junior college and, and now you, you your days are all fucked up right like I'm so used to like an eight to three mm-hmm. basketball, three to five home homework sleep. But now my days are fucked up. I'm watching random ass TV shows and I'm stuck on the couch playing Call of Duty and watching Oprah, right? Yeah. And so you notice the process of orders. Jim, something happens with Jim Carrey, all of a movie or something. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden he's on Oprah, then he's on Ellen, then he's on David Letterman, then he's on Stewart or whoever the fuck mm-hmm. these guys are, right? He goes through the process of these things. Mm-hmm. And that's how now our world has turned. Yeah, to making the rounds is what it Yeah, that's literally to. what's happened. And which it's, it's often around the launch of a product, an ebook, a right. service, a meal which service. Which is absolutely something. fine. Yeah. And that's how it goes. Right. Yeah, that's that's one of those that's that tells you that it's more mature than it used to be that that, right. that that goes on. However... That's probably not what you're getting here. However, yeah, that's not what you're getting here. And like, if we we're going to have all the same people on, we would have to approach it in a different way because I don't... When I listen to somebody that I know on a podcast, I hear two or three stories that I've heard yeah. a million times before because I know that person, and it's the it's the story that they tell. They like to trot out or whatever. Sure, They're, it's a good podcast that gets something different from someone. And you know, like when when people can travel again and stuff, we may be dipping our toe back in there because I think we can do different things. Well, I think that's where our new format that you made is going to be fun because like even last episode where we had Dean Sidoris who has probably been on a lot of great podcasts and he's talked about coffee or creating a brand and a lifestyle brand CrossFit or you know and he's very good at those things and I would never knock Dean and if I have questions I do text Dean (laughs) like he knows a lot right but we had him in here talking about gyno on bodybuilders in the 70s yeah where uh, coming up here we're gonna have Barquan who's one of my best friends and we could talk about his fitness goals or him running a marathon or him powerlifting and starting a a, a new trend in powerlifting from an Asian American comedian mm-hmm. that's his story and that's a great story mm-hmm. and I text Bart daily with advice on 
life and business. Mm-hmm. But we're probably going to have them in here and talk about some random shit, whether it be a movie <laughs> or or how to choose a business opportunity, which are things he's good at and does, but they're not part of like his story. Not the thing that he's most known for. It's whatever. not what he talks about. Yeah. Um, it's what he does. Right. Exactly. Uh, um, exactly. And so w- w- hopefully COVID, non-COVID, whatever, we're going to have guests, but these guests are going to get plugged into our format. We're not going to plug our format into these guests. Yeah. Yeah. And we're never going to do like a the straight up interview. Yeah. Unless, unless Stevie Wonder's walking through the door. Yeah, well, somebody take it by the hand because this room is cluttered. <laughs> I don't want to like, yeah, I don't, I don't feel the need to interview someone, you know? I did, did that. It was cool. It was fun. I learned a lot of skills. Yeah. Um, but it's probably the, those interviews turned into more organic conversations and that's what led to where we are now anyways. Yeah. Is there a lesson that you feel you actually straight up learn just through the process of this gym is there like an exo like i learned this and it, i think it could be simple i guess like i you know like maybe an applicable one even i can mention like you can uh, i don't know i'll think of one but you know what i mean like i guess get starting an actual business quote unquote is easier than you think right like filing for the tax license yeah. like all that's easier than you think maybe that's something i've already known because i've opened multiple businesses but maybe that's not what you guys know you get a tax ID, you file for a business, pay a fee, and you are now a business owner. It is that easy. Yeah. Right? Like maybe people don't know that. Or, I, yeah. you know, I don't know how big or small these questions are. Um, because we talk like philosophically. We talk, you know, we talk big picture. Right. But those right. small pictures are, are the insurance. You get a broker, you tell them what you need to insure. You maybe have to fill out some forms, and now you're insured. And then you write them giant checks. Yeah, and then you're and, ready to rock. Yeah. Uh, but it, it, actually, the the thing about it is like, that like insurance, it makes you think about how your business is, is going to work operationally because sure. it asks you a bunch of questions that are particularly operational questions. I would say like the main thing that that I I, I don't know learned is not the, necessarily the right word, but had reaffirmed to me was what I was talking about before when you how you describe your business, your 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 brand story, and all that stuff. That stuff is so important because we're at the point now where that stuff is coming back to us. People are like quoting the things that we said back to us and and as the things that they like about the the gym, the brand, whatever, and and we haven't fully realized any of those things no. yet. Yeah, yeah. Like and we're still on the road. And I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what's going to take to to be honest. But um, yeah, I think uh, the more applicable one or whatever is kind of reaffirmed to me too, which is just all my businesses have been online, mm. um, and a lot of that stuff's easy to delegate rather than learn new skills like we talked about. But gym in particular, like reinforced or. Uh, re-taught me how like just capable I am of doing it on my own because uh, if I did this whole gym by myself I probably would have bought a bunch of contractors and shit where, yeah. I, where I'm very capable uh, or I think I am maybe no, Jim, yeah, maybe no, Jim yeah. will tell you guys differently <laughs> well I, you're uh, I'm handy I'm not I'm not a con- contractor but Jim says take that off and do it this way all right I'll fucking go and I could do it uh, yeah I know how to use a fucking power tool I can figure anything out. I can measure some shit. I can measure it accurately. I've done all these things when I was younger, mm-hmm. whether it would be with my dad or my schooling. I've built I've built a shed just like this. I built a foundation. I've done all those things, but it's not what I love to do, yeah. and it's not like part of what I do. Where some people love projects. I'm not going to just make a DIY on the weekend and do it on my house. <laughs> Never. 
but I can. I totally will. Yeah, that's, right. That's, right, that's totally that's, me. Right, yeah. and I would never, and I've never watched. The closest DIY show I watch is Tim the Toolman Taylor Home Improvement. <laughs> I'm not watching real ones. And so, so that was probably, yeah. You're not watching this old house, is what you're saying. Never heard of that. Never gonna watch it. My mom <laughs> loves all that. She does everything. She's. Built, I went to her house yesterday, and she has like horse troughs of hay in the backyard. I don't know what she. Maybe she's making mulch. I don't know what she's doing. There's shit everything. Oh, I go, it could be mulch. Then, could, yeah. Could then I go in her garage, and there's. A, it's not marijuana, but it looks like a full grow is on the wall. <laughs> there's lights. I have a picture. I think saved. There's lights and shit. She still didn't even answer. I'm sure it's herbs or something, but. <laughs> I was like next to the fridge where I get my Diet Coke. I don't know. But she does all that. I can do all that. I don't do any of it. Um, but y- I guess how resourceful I can be. Yeah, I think you have when to When I be, want to be. I think the, the deal is you have to be game, at the, particularly at the beginning, yeah. to do to figure out how to do a lot of stuff and to, to realize that I'm not maybe going to do this perfectly, but I'm going to do my best job with it yeah. and it'll work for now and then we'll we push forward well and just to work and and like that sounds so corny because everyone says it like business is hard work opening a gym's hard work like no it's work like it's work work yeah it's 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 very time consuming it's very mind consuming um for sure uh i think maybe one of the things that i've learned is that uh i can get more obsessed about a particular thing like accomplishing one thing than than maybe ever in my whole life. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I can get more monomaniacal. Mono, you think about one thing, one, one track mind about something until it's done. Yeah. More so than any other time in my life. You I, think that's just because of the project itself? Like you care about it? Or do you think that's just because there's so many pieces and you have to zone in? What makes this? It's two-pronged. But one of them is a the thing that we said, um, uh, one of our... One of our slogans during the summer when we were in the process of, of, of uh, reworking this building. Yeah, even still. And even still. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, it's yeah. still a work in progress. It'll always be a work in progress probably. But uh, uh, I need a win today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or get a win today. Yeah, get something, Dylan. Yeah. It's like I need to, I need to check one box. Yeah. Especially because, this summer. There were so many moving parts. Yeah. It felt like nothing was moving. Yeah. Talk about my ship mentality. Like, you've been on a big-ass boat. You're going, like, 60 miles per hour. You look outside, it looks like you're not moving. Yeah. You know, you're like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. And you've, it, like, the the duck on the pond. Where yeah. The, the, the legs underneath yeah. the water are going nuts. Yeah, yeah. It, it, was, it was like that a lot. Yeah. So you're like, oh, I'm not getting very far, but damn, am I working hard for yeah. it. And and there was a lot of that. And, I, and, and, and just from a philosophical standpoint, like, sometimes you need a win. Yeah. What's today's win? And I, I think that that's actually a pretty good philosophy of life. Period. I don't, 100%. I don't do it all the time now, but I, I notice if I'm starting to get bogged down, it's like if I can get this one damn yeah. thing off my list, then I'll feel better. Yeah, I can, I can give myself permission to take a deep breath. Yeah, and then figure out what the next thing is going to be. The corny one that the life gurus teach you is like make your bed, um, and I'm not a fan of that because I. I don't know, maybe maybe because, again, like all these decisions I make, I kind of weigh them the same. So like that life guru would tell you like little win, dude, build the momentum, big win, snowball. But to me, again, like writing a $80,000 check for equipment feels the same as making my bed. So why don't I go do one that's closer to my goals mm-hmm. for me? 
mm-hmm. where other people like that that eighty thousand dollar check or painting this room or ripping the whole room apart is like a big old thing and the bed's a little thing. I'm gonna start at the little thing and work my way up. To me, they're the fucking same. They really are, and that's why my bed's never made because that's a big <laughs> thing. They're all kind of big, so yeah. I just I would rather attack one that's towards my goal right now. I'm a, I'm a bed maker for yeah, sure, which is fine. But you so my point to you though is I I we use that W get a win mentality and something i've been tweeting and talking about a long time is like there's no momentum and positivity in the world right now i'm just gonna make my own i'm just gonna make my own momentum and that's how i was in sports my team's lagging no one's playing defense no i'm gonna make a big play i'm gonna change the moment i'm gonna go get a steal i'm gonna go get a big rebound i'm gonna go get a big bucket and then my guys are gonna get fired up i'm gonna slap him on the back and then he's gonna get fired up and we're gonna go so how do i build my own momentum so we've spent uh, a thousand hours in here together and we spent a thousand hours in here alone and getting that momentum when you're just sitting here alone like i, I sit up there i'm cold you know, like oh shit all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna go i'm gonna go dust and i'm gonna just start cleaning like i'm gonna something's gonna feel good you know or right i'm gonna type the crap out of this copy right now like so yeah. you just got to kind of do those things and again it is hard work and there's a lot of moving pieces so you have to kind of choose one like jim said but when you do you just get it done yeah you just get something done yeah i think that um I don't know, talking to the CPA today was a little bit like going to the dentist, you yeah. know, like... I mean, yeah, I was kind of nervous for no reason, too. It, but but afterwards, it's like, okay, well, our, our, our teeth were not as bad as we thought they were going to be. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be fine. Let's yeah. go forward. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, it, He's it, probably seen worse. I'm sure. And, yeah. it, and it's so it's so easy to get... Um, to get frozen, I guess, about about stuff that you're nervous about, stuff that gives you anxiety, things you don't want to yeah. deal with, whatever, and it's easy to sort of put them off to the side and 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 move forward. And I think you can't use, you know, your daily W to uh um to to give yourself permission to pause on those other things. Right. You have to keep moving forward on them, but at least you can feel better while you're doing it. And because it's so it's it's very easy for people who are who are a little prone to anxiety the way we are to to get caught up in the moment of what hasn't been done yet yeah i think so much uh comes down to self-awareness again like we talked about like people looking at all this stuff and, and like putting attention and energy in the wrong shit like putting attention and energy like to yourself yeah. um i was talking to dan our buddy who owns a, a business too and like how he works is so different than me. Or, or I've talked to other friends that like run marketing companies and stuff are very successful. But like they're like, yeah, I just can't, you know, like do this or that. My ADHD and anxiety, I'll bash my head against the wall if there's something I know I have to do and I don't do it. Yeah. Uh, that's not an issue for me. If you make me, if Jim, part of our partnership was he made me make a list of what I have to do, I'd kill myself. <laughs> I can't do that. Yeah. I'm already, it's running a carousel in my mind what I have to do after this and tomorrow. And I'm going to get it done because I don't like this carousel. This is not a fun one. This mm-hmm. is the scary kind of carousel, mm-hmm. yeah. the out of control kind. But like Jim said, there might be people that are the opposite of that. You can't get anything done unless you write a list or you attack one thing. Or There's a million different ways to tackle these goals, mm-hmm. but none of that could get done unless you're self-aware enough to know what you're good at, what you're bad at, and how you work. Yeah. If you don't know that you're shit at talking, maybe TikTok's for you, and you shouldn't start a podcast. Yeah, right. And you Which might be fine. really, really good at TikTok. You might fucking crush it. Yeah. <laughs> but you just lip lip sync the whole goddamn day. <laughs> but the point is, if you're not self aware enough to know that, that you can't get your mind through a microphone and audio mm-hmm. to make sense or to 
be captivating, then don't do it. Um, and that's the same with these business things. And that's the same with little task, big task. Maybe you're bad at whatever it is. Go learn about it or do it or delegate it. But number one key is you have to be self-aware enough to kind of handle that to build your days, to build your own strategy on how you accomplish things before you build a brand strategy or a day strategy or a long-term strategy. Yeah, and I think that um, to the extent that having a business will organize your life if you let it. And Can. It, yeah, um, like you can't count on that being the thing that, that pulls you together. If you can't accomplish stuff without a business, you're not going to accomplish stuff in a business. 100%. And I think that you have to be um, really careful about who you're willing to do business with. Uh, you know, and be because you know, like uh, our attorney said to us last summer, like in, in, <laughs> when you bring on owners, like it's it's like a marriage. Yeah. Like you're you're financially entangled with that person, yeah, and probably emotionally if you care about your business, right, right, uh, and probably many other ways, communication. Like, yeah, it's so similar. And and I just, I mean, we're I've never been married, but I assume it's so similar. <laughs> <laughs> we're uh, um, we're not perfectly on the same page all the time we are functionally on the same page all sure. the time Is yeah that, yeah we've been good yeah it, it it we haven't really had any any issues that we no. couldn't couldn't no. couldn't work through easily we're both pretty easy going yeah. but we're also really principled you know, we have our own principles For about sure. things. Um, yeah, but I think that's what it is. And I talk about that all the time to other people, too, where they'll see something like you you, you like fight and stand up for what you fight and stand up for. And some things you got to let pass. Right. Sometimes sometimes you have to decide that maybe the other person has a better. Yeah. Has a better view of it than right. you do. And or you this is let go. Yeah. And just let them. Or I don't care that much. This isn't that big of a deal because it's it, it, human nature to always want to be right. Right. It's human nature to always want to do things your way. Yeah. Um, but yeah, a lot of times we'll be like, all right, is this me speaking? Is this the brand speaking? Or should just Jim just go do this one? Like, Jim's just going to go do this. Like, I, I don't, you yeah. know, like he probably, he's thought about it more than me. Yeah. I'll do it, Jimbo. <laughs> it's like, I, I mean, I have, I have lists of things that I want to accomplish. And I'm not the biggest list maker in the world, but it does it is does help me sometimes to have a comprehensive idea of yep. all the stuff and not, and but if I were to throw it at you, you might perceive it as being all as I that I see it as all equally important or whatever. Right. But you and have, so you know yeah. no, and so I have a list, and so sure. as things present themselves, I yep. say, hey, I think we need to solve this this thing, and, and as opposed to here's all this yeah, shit yeah. that's a problem. Well, when we, we do that verbally it. too, and, and like yeah. other people might see it and they might see it as combative or Jim will bring up someone like, yeah, Jim, I'm going to do this right now. Or like, what are we doing right now? Or what are we doing with that? And you'll yeah. do the same. Like, I'm going to go do this right now. And I just like, all right, you're going to go do that. I'm going to go do this. I'm like, that's just how it goes. You know, <laughs> right, like, right. but meanwhile, we're texting about the big picture right? or we're texting at night about what really matters. But during the day or whatever, you know, you find your own wiggle path and yeah. other relationships. I think it is just like marriage or any friendship or you find your own way to communicate or your own way to navigate things. Right. Maybe in your business and your partnership, you do need a list together mm -hmm. and you need to sit down at nine o'clock and say, Jim, you're doing task A and I'm doing task B. Um, and maybe that's how you're most efficient, but we're not. That's just not how we rock right now. And maybe one day we will, but right now we're rocking just fine. I will flip this around uh, about, about partnerships, whatever, and say that I don't know that I would be someone who would ever start a business like this or any brick and mortar business by myself, unless it was yeah. very small. Yeah. I just don't see it. I just don't see it happening. And that's why you have to choose wisely because it, you know, it still has, it's still going to be your, your work and, and representation of you. Yeah. Um, uh, and you have to get along with the other person. There's a but, couple of things, uh, like rules, like a moral code that I have, like with choosing partners that I'm still not, 
Because you can't judge a human fully until you're in some shit with them. <laughs> you know what I mean? That might be the most critical thing that you said in the whole podcast. Yeah. Well, because you don't know. You don't know. Like, right. you, I could think like, all right, gyms, and these are like my rules. Like, I have rules like what you bring to a business and what makes you like a business partner versus like an employee or a buddy or, you know, a right. 1099 or like, you have to have like a shit ton of money. You have to have skills that I don't have uh, and skills that maybe aren't replaceable. Yeah. Uh, or you're going to have to be the hardest working motherfucker in the room. And I'd prefer all three of those. Two will do. Yeah. And if you have none of them, you're not a business partner. That's a fair point. Yeah. That's just it. You have to bring something to the table that, that no one else has. Yeah. Your, your name's Michael Jordan. Oh, okay. I'll do sneakers with you. That makes yeah. sense. Right? Like, <laughs> right. no one else can sell sneakers like Michael Jordan. Yeah. He's the best. You got to have the same, uh, same amount of money or resources that are going to help us. Michael, or Michael Jordan again. <laughs> Michael Jordan would be a great business partner <laughs> or a hard ass motherfucker, right? Like he wins that too. But uh right? And and you and, and all those you can't always judge. The money you can kind of judge, but you can't yeah. always judge this person's skill that you may not have yeah. or that fits your gap. Um and then I guess four is a given, but like yeah, can I stand to be around them? Can I communicate with them? Et cetera, et cetera. Because I'm the same as you. I don't think I'd ever start any business, easy or not easy, by myself. Because like for me, it's like why? I don't necessarily I start a business to make money, sure. But it's not just to make money. It's like to do things with people you want to do things and do mm-hmm. cool things. Um, and that's something I learned from Bart early on. He's like, because everyone says don't do business with friends. Bart's like, well, I don't want to do fris- business with like an enemy. Enemy, yeah. or, or, or like somebody I don't know. Like yeah. I want to do it with somebody I kind of know and I want to be around because you're going to have to be around them a lot. Yeah. Regardless of the type of business. Yeah, people say, oh, don't do business with friends. But it's, it is... That's not it at all. No, they'll do it with the wrong friend. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, do, sure. do business with the right friend. Yeah, or, or family, same thing. Like, yeah. don't do it with any aunt, but if you're one aunt's an ass kicker, do it with aunt. Yeah. Like, auntie's going to kill it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't you do business with her? Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, you know, my wife is in a business with, with her mom. Yeah, that's and, awesome. And and her mom's longtime business partner and her mom's longtime business partner's daughter. And, you know... Not everybody has exactly the same vision of everything, sure. and that's fine. Right, it, it's fine because they managed to go forward and they're quite successful. Yeah, um, you just can't. It, people want to make things black and white when they're not black and white. I would say for a lot of people, if they if they're not exercising good judgment at the beginning, yeah, maybe don't do business with with yeah. friends if you don't. You know, well, the, the thing and, and us, there's a lot of wishful thinking at the beginning of the, anything too. That's, that's what I was saying is you just don't know. You can't tell a person person is unselfish until you've like been in some shit with them, right? Until there's been a place for them not to be selfish, and you've seen it repeatedly. Yeah, uh, you can't tell someone's really hardworking until you've been into multiple situations where they've worked hard. Yeah, like you can't just go in the gym and say like, "Man, this guy deadlifts like a motherfucker. He's probably a hard worker. I'm gonna pull him onto the company." Like, no, that guy no. likes to deadlift. No, like, does he like to? <laughs> Does he like to wear a hazmat suit in 110 degree weather, sucking in toxins? Mm-hmm. Hard work. Mm-hmm. Eh, probably not. You know, does mm-hmm. that guy like to show up on a Sunday when the gym's been closed for every Sunday and he's doing something in the gym? Like that's hard work, yeah. right? Like what? Where? Where's that guy? Not the guy that kind of likes to deadlift good or shows up on time. That's not enough, right? For a business partner, that's employee category for me. Oh, he does enough. Oh yeah, he could work for me. <laughs> like he does enough. Is he going to be my business partner? And I'm basically betting my money on this guy. Mm-hmm. That's how I think about it too. Like I bet money on you. I bet money on me. I bet money on our team. A lot of money <laughs> and a lot of time right. to succeed. And I'm betting on myself for sure. Yeah. Uh, and overall, I know I'll fucking find that momentum either way, but you are betting on those people. So why, yeah, why are you choosing 
who just because they like the deadlift too mm. now you want to build a platform together and sell it like that's not the right decision no and i think too it, it, it's also true of employee situations where yeah. um you might say hey i, I want to have people that i'm comfortable with but realize that you're going to have uncomfortable conversations with the people that you're comfortable with how comfortable are you how comfortable (laughs) are you really and would you be better off having somebody that you didn't know as well who was who came with a good background and whatever and uh, i think that as businesses mature uh you get more and more job specialization maybe right right. you know for sure yeah you start to niche people out yeah which is probably an easier hire Oh uh, yeah. yeah, a subject matter expert yeah. about whatever. Yeah. yeah, as opposed to someone who just hap- happens to have time in their hands, right? And who are right. is game to do anything. Right. That's um, yeah, it's hard. Or or some yeah 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 or or multiple player because then you're relying on on their like resourcefulness and hardworking rather than like Jim. All you have to do is this Excel sheet, and you're right. like, yeah, I'm really good at Excel sheets. Like, all right, well then I don't have to think about Jim because that's all he's <laughs> fucking doing. But if Jim has to clean, he has to Excel sheet, yeah. he has to creative think with me, he has to do all these other things. Now you kind of have to worry about. How he allots his time and work ethic, really. Yeah, yeah. It's more. It gets more complicated. We're just running all over the spot now. But <laughs> there's our there's our general business ideas. Yeah, I, I I think we can sum it up a little bit by saying um, that you have to put a lot of thought into the start of any business, but you can't yeah. uh, realize that you can't game out every scenario, and you can't let the process of thinking about it keep you from doing it. That's for sure. Um, and a little bit of self awareness goes a long fucking way. Yeah. Um, you're probably more, and this sounds so corny. <laughs> you're probably more capable of. You're probably more capable than you think you are, uh, and that really, and that goes for everyone. Even for you shitheads out there that have no skills, you're probably more capable than you actually think you are. Probably. Um, choose choose your team wisely. Um, choose your business wisely. Uh, again, it's not just like XO to money. Oh, this needs to be fixed. I'm going to make money here. Mm-hmm. That's how I do it. Th- think about some of the details they mm-hmm. seem like details like someone would say like brand philosophy oh that's a detail that goes on the website but that's like the driver yeah that's like your trans that's like your transmission yeah so like the engine is the gym okay we need someone we need somewhere to squat but like the transmission is all that other shit and without that it's not getting power to the wheels which yeah. is which is the bank account god damn that was a good one that was pretty good one. yeah it's not bad <laughs> and so you need some of that and then the driver's who's 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 navigating for you who's Mm -hmm. actually behind the wheel how are you guys going to push that through who's your pit crew god damn we could go forever what kind of gasoline you throwing in that bitch right so you have to find the different big targets and you need multiple of those before you should even start Mm -hmm. most people i think just find that one target x problem b money i'm gonna make money (laughs) rather than these multiple targets and then just try to get on that target we're not getting bullseyes, but we get more shots later. Keep shooting, keep shooting, keep progressing. Don't optimize everything. Start. So, and like if you're, if this is a, a, a road race, you have a pretty good idea where the where the finish line might be. You're yeah. never gonna really get there. Yeah, that, that's the where the analogy <laughs> stops. That's where the analogy stops. And and, and there's no laps. There's yeah, no yes. start or stop. There's yeah. no once you start. There's no stop. Yeah, and and it's. I mean, it's such a cliche, but it's really about the journey because you never yeah. really get there. You no, know? yeah, one hundred percent. Like what you can have a general thought of an end game. Yeah, are you going to try to sell the company? Are you going to run it for 15, 30 years? Like mm-hmm. you can have a general idea, but that shouldn't. Again, I, I, I don't even think that should be a target. That mm-hmm. shouldn't, you know, because once you make that a target, because I've done companies like that. I've started 
probably 10 companies and failed six. Once you do that, like I'm going to do XBC and I'm going to sell it in three years. Mm-hmm. Like That's not, that's, no, that shouldn't I, even be there. I, I, as we sit here, I have general goals about what my participation and compensation looks like yeah. and uh, and what sort of, you know, maybe the end game might be, but I don't, none of, none of that I is even carved about in storm. It. <laughs> stone. Yeah. I don't know where I'm going. I have like big goals in the way, you know, like collaborations I like to do or like right. recognize, like, hey, if I get so-and-so to kind of see us in this category, that's there, you know, but I, I have no idea. You just run. I'm running the race. That seems like a really good spot. Appreciate you guys. New podcast every Wednesday. Again, uh, a couple loves on, on Twitter and Instagram. If you guys tag us, uh, we'll retweet, show you love back. Ratings and review always help. 3sb.co to stay up to date on our clothing, the gym, et cetera, et cetera. We are officially open in Sacramento, California. If you want to lift weights, stop by, taking new memberships, taking day passes, 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. weekdays. I'm Solomon Mike with two Ks. Uh, follow us wherever, and uh, content should be revving up. So we're starting to delegate a couple pieces here, and we should be able to really start to push some content. So I'm excited. Yeah, that's uh, eight to eight is Monday through Friday is our our desk hours. Our our, our members of of their different plans enjoy uh, different schedules, which uh, is something that that was another one of those boxes I needed to check. That was one of the long term goals that we uh, were able to put in place. I am at the Jim McD on all the social medias. This show is 50% facts where percent is a word and 50 is just numbers. And we will talk to you next week with a Q and a.